This is Unclaimed Bands, show 199. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight my guest is Dee Dee. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Sean. It's good to be here. Dee Dee, I know you're not alone, so if you could, everybody tell us your name and what you do in the band. Okay, I am Dee Dee Weedy Kind. It's all long vowels, W-E-D-E-K-I-N-D, and now you know why I just go by Dee Dee for the most part. And I have with me my producer, my manager, he's a label president, he is a multi-platinum winning producer and songwriter, and his name's Kevin DeClue from L.A. Hi, how are you? Doing great, Kevin. Who else we, we got with us? we also have Alan. Yes, my name is Alan Steinmetz, it's uh, A-L-A-N-S-T-E-I-N-M-E-T-Z, and I play drums in Dee Dee's band. Nice. He does an awesome job playing those drums, I might say. Well, I'll tell you what, um, before we get into hold, you know, all the questions and everything here, why don't we let people listen to one of your songs? Um, what would you like to start okay. with first? Well, I think that what I would like to do is play maybe one of the songs from um, the new album, which is coming up. It's called Dream of You, the, the album's Dream of You. It's going to be coming out in the um, October time frame of this year. This will be my fourth album. And a lot of the songs are co-written with me and Kevin. They're um, produced by Kevin and various different producers. And this is, since the album's obviously not out yet, uh, this is a song that is like an acoustic kind of rough version that we did. It's called Stronger. And it's basically a song that I wrote because I had a really, really bad experience. And I was like, you know, I think everybody kind of goes through these types of things now and then, unfortunately. And I wanted to just encourage people and kind of write something that people could relate to when you're down and out and, you know, you're you're surviving, but kind of just barely. It's uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So it's my version of this. And the whole album is kind of a different direction for me and my music. And I'm sure Kevin will want to talk about that, too. But we've gotten some pretty cool producers and production staff on board on this album. So... I think that you're going to like the theme of this song, but this is not the final version. So you have to stay tuned and go to my website and stuff like that, and then you'll get to hear the final version when it finally comes out. Okay. Let's, uh, let's let everybody take a listen to Stronger. Used to think I was so young And life was about having fun Used to think that I'd never find Myself so What doesn't kill you makes you stronger You don't have to be afraid any longer The best things in life are worth a fight Remember it's the darkest just before the light What doesn't kill you makes you stronger Cause 
that was stronger um you know normally i ask people to tell me about the song but you already did so let's talk about your work on the new album this is your fourth album as you said and uh you're working with a lot of different great producers and reading that this is a this this album's a bit of a, a different approach as far as your style and all that can you guys kind of talk about that and and you know what you how's it different what did you how did you approach it well, I'll just say briefly that I think the biggest thing is bringing Kevin DeClue on board um, on my team to really help me out and kind of signing up with him to be my manager and kind of direct me as an artist. I think that's been crucial in my development. And a lot of good changes have occurred in the last year since we've kind of been working together and songwriting. We're just like this amazing songwriting team, which is one just one aspect of the relationship that has been thrilling for me. But, Kevin, if you want to talk about that one, I think that would be a better question for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, for me, for a while now, I've been trying to get uh, a record that was more pertaining. I'm 38 years old, so, you know, pertaining to people of my age or in their 40s or in their 50s. My sister's a little bit older than me. And she said to me, Kevin, I wish there was an artist that would come out with something now, current, um, you know, in our in our age frame, not going back to, you know, to listening to, to, to something that they listened to in high school, et cetera. Uh, and uh, like I I'm never getting for, back with you. All that, all that stuff. And so I, I hadn't I hadn't met an artist actually that that I knew that was at the caliber that Dee Dee was. And uh, and when we started working together, I realized that 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 may be able to happen. So what's interesting about this record is we're embracing a certain period of everybody's life that we all go through. We're not, the record's not trying to be the newest and the coolest thing. Uh, it's supposed to be kind of looking at what you have done and excited about the future. So it's a really different type of a record and approach to, to making a record. Okay, so something that's uh, not necessarily, you know, ready for the bubblegum crowd who's just got finished sits. <laughs> But uh, exactly. more for people who've had little little experience in life. They're not over the hill or anything by that imagine you know stretch. Right. But uh, you right. know have a little life experience under their belt. 
you know, everything. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that I think that everybody everybody isn't under the hill. You know what I mean? Like my dad's seventy one years old. I mean, and and some of the songs that he's listening to just on the work tape, you know, get him excited just for the next day. You know, and I think I think the realization that this record does as well as the art on this record uh, that Dee expressed lyrically and and melodically, it kind of lets people know you know, you can go out there and you can do anything at any time, at any age, and and live life and have a great time doing it. Well said, well said. Um, you know, Didi, I want to ask, how did you get started? Did you come from a musical family? How did you get interested in music? Yeah, well, it's funny you should ask that, but I'm from a family of seven children originally, and... Um, both of my parents were extremely musical. My father was in music at our church, and we were always singing from the time I was like two years old and up, and we all sang in like literally seven-part harmony. It was crazy. And then we all took music lessons, so we all had to learn like piano, and then we had to be in band and learn some kind of instrument because my parents just really believed in the arts and you know, just really wanted us to have that exposure to music. And so I took piano for like 12 years, and I got to be an okay classical pianist, but I didn't like to practice that much. And I just, I kind of had a mean teacher for a while. And so it turned me off on, but I learned so much, and I love piano, and I compose at the piano to this day. And so it taught me my theory and chords. So anybody that's a kid that's listening or that's a teenager or a college student who's in music, please learn your piano and maybe learn guitar, too. You know, those are really important if you want to occur in, in music or further your music skills. But what I realized when I was, like, in my teens is that I really just like singing the best out of everything. And so I went on to be in music in college, and then I dropped out of music because I wanted to be in marketing and the business world and make the money <laughs> and all that stuff. And then I came back to music when I got to be a little bit older, you know, in, in my early 30s, I was like, you know, something's missing here. I'm really missing. I've started having dreams about music. I started dreaming about, like, conducting shows and writing, choreographing ballets. And as I'm walking around the house, I'm singing little songs. And I, I, at first, it didn't really dawn on me. Then I was like, you know, these are songs nobody's ever sung. These are These are original songs that are coming to my head, you know, that I'm just making up. And so I kind of thought, you know, something's going on. So I asked my husband, Larry, I said, what's going on? He's like, I don't know, but you should record them. So if I had a dream in the middle of the night about a, a show or a song, I'd get up and I'd record it. And I started recording stuff throughout the day. And about six months later, I started playing it for him. I was like, well, here it is. And he's like, some of it's really bad. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I know it's really bad. And he goes, but you know, some of it is really good. And I think you have something here. And so he he and I decided I would go back to school, get my music degree, finish up my music, and that's what I did about six or seven years ago. And I've been writing songs ever since and singing, and I've really only been doing this a little less than four years full-time professionally at, at this juncture in my life. And I have to say it's the most difficult thing I've ever done because it's like a career change in midlife, right? And it's also the most rewarding thing that I've ever done because I feel like some of this inspiration comes from God and, you know, I'm doing things that are, are that matter. I'm writing, like Kevin was saying, this is a different album. These songs are from my heart. This is stuff that's relevant. This is stuff that everybody goes through their day thinking about, but not necessarily talking about. I wanted to write things that people could really relate to. And also, I think there's themes in every song, but the overall theme of the album is, you know what, it's okay to be where you are right now, and it's okay 
to, to pursue your dreams. It's okay. You're, everything's going to be okay. And so I think that's a great album, you know, for life because it's, it's all these experiences you go through, like love and jobs and disagreements with people and horrible experiences like death. Um, I recently had uh, a, a very close family member, you know, pass a couple months ago, and I wrote a song called Love Is. It just touched me to write, what is love, you know, and it goes on. It's carried on in our hearts, and you never forget those people that you love. And one of the songs, um, Stronger, was basically also written about, like, the, a high rate of people are now taking their own lives and getting into drugs and just doing crazy things. And it's about liking yourself and not feeling that you have to conform. Uh, I wrote a song uh, that's called Same Song, Second Verse. It's, it's about not conforming. It's about being yourself and being okay with that. It's kind of like all about the bass, but it's more treble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it, it is my version of... It's okay, and, and it, you know, I'm starting to branch out and write, like, children's music now because I'm seeing so many areas that just inspire me, and I want to try to, and Kevin's been kind of directing me, too, saying, hey, I think you'd be really good at this. One of my songs called The Fairy Tale Song for my second CD called Love and Fairy Tales won the International Songwriting Festival uh, finalist in the children's music category. So Kevin's like, you know, you obviously have a talent there. You know, I've got a great video. It's animated. It's really fun. So if you search the fairy tale song, you'll see it on YouTube. But uh, my website is, is www.dd, it's d-e-d-e-music.com. So you can find all my videos and all my songs. But, you know, I, I think that, that, that there's just an overwhelming message in this album that's totally different than what anybody else is out there doing. And I was talking to Daniel, my guitar player, last night. He's fantastic, Daniel Ziegler. And I said, well, what do you like about playing this music? You, you seem so happy playing it, and you, you learned it so quickly, and these are new songs. And he said, I just love that you're different from anybody I've ever heard in my life. And he said, I'm kind of that way, too, because he also writes music. I, I'm kind of that way, too, and Alan writes music. So we just have this incredibly talented group of people coming together, and they all believe in what I'm doing. And I, I just I find that so humbling and so amazing, and I'm just so grateful for the gifts that I've been given. Oh, yeah, the new album. The new album. Yeah, the new is, album called Dream of You. Yeah. It's very captivating. It like brings you on a journey. It's all about the ups and downs in life, and it just draws you in every song. Uh, like Didi was saying earlier, um, some songs are very inspirational. Some songs are, you know, about the reality of life that you know everything isn't okay all the time. You know, and it just draws you in, and it just gives you hope. It really does. It's very, very inspirational music. Well, that's that's great that you you guys are doing, you know, uh, something like this collectively, and and you know, uh, and you're being able to grow as an artist. Uh, I think that a lot of people sometimes they, you know, they they find that one thing they do, and it seems to work, and they just continue on reproducing the same thing. So it's always always good to see people stretch and grow in new new directions. Um, you know, with the other two, with 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 you guys on here as well, um, Frank and Alan. How did you guys get involved in music? I mean, were you always playing drums, Alan? I actually started um, music when I was about eight years old in the fourth grade. Um, I had to do a book report, and it had to be on somebody famous, and I chose Mozart, and I had to actually listen to some of his uh, compositions, and I had to critique his uh, compositions, and um, I fell in love with music. I heard... uh, juniper and i heard the magic flute and i was just like i was in awe and i did my book report and then i moved on to my dad's uh 40 45 albums the little albums and it was all 
doo-wop and Motown. And uh, I just really got into it. And then um, I took up the clarinet and the upright bass and the orchestra and, and the band in elementary school. And then just um, started playing the drums when I turned about 11 and 12 and just been playing the drums ever since. And now I'm kind of moving on to piano, guitar. Um, I love to write, um, love to write music. And now I'm able to write complete songs because I can play multiple instruments. Okay. And, and Kevin? Uh, I've been in the business 22 years now. Uh, always, my time was in musicals, just like Dee Dee's. Uh, of course, started out wanting to be the rock star. Uh, my dad was a military man; he didn't like that, so obviously, I, I was I was out there on the street pretty quickly trying to figure it out. Um, it made a lot of mistakes. Uh, so, so you know, so I was an artist first, and. I was lucky enough, somebody we're talking to right now with the record of Charlie Midnight, uh, obviously a very famous uh, songwriter and producer. Um, he took me under his wing, and I ended up starting to produce and, and write and develop, which which is what carried me through for the last maybe eight or nine years, which is where I am now with the developing artists that I think truly deserve to be heard. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Uh, didn't didn't quite work out for you rocking, and but you know you're still doing it and still working with other other artists and developing talent. That's what's uh, uh, what really needed. I mean, I, I, wrote, I wrote I was on the road for a long time as an, as an independent artist. I moved over ten thousand years even independently. I mean, I had a major label deal. It's just uh, uh, the road for me. I had a young daughter at the time. She's seventeen now, but uh, it wasn't it, it wasn't really for me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I did some major tours. I did. I managed the, the, I co-managed the Hillary Duff tours of uh, the Most Wanted, which was the highest-grossing tour of that year. We actually beat out the Rolling Stones, and I never wanted to go on the road again. Nice. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, take a pause and let people listen to another song? Uh, what are we going to let them hear this time? This is a song that I wrote with um, a 38-hit number one hit songwriter from Nashville named Don Cook, and it's called Blame It on the Summertime. It's from CD number two called Love and Fairy Tales, which also won Adult Contemporary Album of the Year at the IMEA Awards last October, which we've also been nominated for two songs for our new album this year. So we're going to be going back this year in Atlanta, so in October. Nice. Always good to make a return. I hope you like it. It's very relevant to all the heat we've been having. (laughs) Cool. All right. This is Blame It on the Sun on on the Summertime.
Right, that was Blame It on the Summertime. Uh, I saw the video for that as well, too. Uh, yeah, I, that's an interesting story. I, I wanted to put some lyric videos out there because, you know, making a full-fledged video on a song is really, really expensive, and I don't have a label, a big label yet, and I, I'm working with Kevin, and we're working on all that for the new uh, album. Of course, we'll have more videos coming out. This album's expected to be way bigger than anything I've done before, just based on the names involved. There's just big names involved, like John Held and Charlie Midnight and Kevin DeClue and Joey Leone. Um, and there's just, you know, so much going on with this album. But um, it, it's just uh, album number two was a, was a progression from album number one, which is called Clear Skies Ahead. And album number three was World of Christmas, which was produced by a Grammy winner in L.A., and that one won Holiday Album of the Year by this IMEA Independent Music Awards Association last year as well. So I had two albums of the year, and then I had a song of the year by them. And then, um, so this has just been a progression, and when I met Kevin, we really wanted to kind of focus more on exactly what is it that Dee Dee does, what is Dee Dee's sound, where does Dee Dee really fit in? And because I'm not like 20 years old or, you know, even 22 or 25, you know, I'm a little bit more mature. I'm married. I have stepkids. You know, I've kind of been, been out in the business world for a while. I've done kind of some different things. I love to travel. You know, Kevin's like, you know, I really see you fitting this niche that not anybody is really, really doing right now. And that's getting into this groove with this um, more mature audience. I won't say mature, but like 25, 28 30 and up that you know they don't have to listen to old music from back when now they have somebody new that they can actually relate to this music so that's kind of the niche that we've we've kind of found and um i'm really really excited about uh, some of the things that are going on so and i think a lot of that's due to kevin and a lot of it's due to all the great team that we've got in place on this album and moving forward it, with it, you know some 
it's it's that too, and as you said, when she's named the people she's worked with uh, before me, or you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, that Christmas album. I mean, these are some of the best. These are some of the best producers in the world, you know. So her work is always her work has always been steady like this. And now that she has, uh, they've just pieced together this fantastic band. Uh, and now that we have the band together in Houston, um, I think again it's just going to progress even more. But her work speaks for itself, and like that video, like you said, you, you can see the quality every time. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. What um, what do you like most about performing live? Uh, is that one for me or? Yeah, for, well, for any one of you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll just take a stab at it. Um, I love the thrill of being with an audience and really connecting with them, especially lyrically and emotionally. And sometimes I get so into my music that I'll like close my eyes and just kind of like feel the music go through me. And it's, that's like the best feeling in the world. And then like joking around with the audience, talking to people, getting them to come up and, and do crazy things and maybe sing along with you in certain spots. I just, I love it when they also come up afterward and say, you know, I really just, your music touched me. You know, to me, that's really, really important. And, and your music spoke to me. Um, you're really different than anybody else. I love it. I love being different. And so, I don't know. What do you think, Alan? What's your, what's your favorite? It's like a, it's almost like I, I get in this zone. It's like I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like sometimes I even forget that I'm performing live, and I get so into the song, and I just forget mm-hmm. that I'm even on stage. You know, like like you say, if I close my eyes, I, I literally forget that I'm performing in front of people, and I have to open my eyes again to realize that there is an audience <laughs> there. I get so into the music. And uh, yeah, even at uh, practice last night, Dee Dee is just. It was I saw so... you doing that last night. Yes. I was gonna say, I'm, I was like, wow, that's the first time I really saw Alan just really get into his little zone. <laughs> yeah, cool. we were in a zone. We were different. It's like nothing else matters, you know. You could have the worst day ever, and then once you play the first verse of a song, it's just you forget about all the bad that happened that day, and everything else is good for the rest of the day. And that, that's what music is. That's why music is so special. And Kevin's actually going to be going to New Orleans at the House of Blues with us. Um, we're playing at the New Orleans House of Blues, if you didn't catch that. And that's going to be August 27th at 7 p.m. There's a, a music conference there called the Cutting Edge Music Conference, and I've, asked, I've been asked to be a showcase artist with my band. And uh, Kevin's going to be there as well, and we're going to be uh, jamming on the stage together, playing some of the songs from the new album, as well as some of my original arrangements from the first, second album, Obviously, we're not going to play anything from the Christmas album, but <laughs> that'll be coming up soon. And Kevin, I mean, he's great on stage. Um, he never I don't, I don't, And he's got this great voice. I say it's like Joe Cocker. He's got this raspy, I love his voice. I'm like, oh, you just sing this one, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, 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 that's the thing. They, they, I don't really like to go up there anymore, but normally somebody will drag me up there, usually Dee Dee. She's done uh-huh. I've dragged him up there before. <laughs> She's dragged me up there yeah. before. So you know, but but I love I love getting up there like everybody else said. We all know that. You know, I think I think Bob Marley said the best. Uh, you know, when you when you play music, you know, you feel no pain, and uh, that's really that's really what it is. Definitely, it's a, it's the energy. It's like 
we feed off the crowd and then the crowd feeds off mm-hmm. us. It's like this endless circle, you know, the, the, the louder they get, the better we play and the better we play, the louder they right. get. And, it's, 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 it's and then the louder we get and everybody's <laughs> Right. And then nobody can hear each other. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's music. <laughs> so you're, you already mentioned the website, but, uh, and you can mention it again, but what, what, are there any other social media outlets people should be, you know, tuning into to check you out and find out what's going on and, and, and get more information about touring and everything? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that, Sean. Um, it's kind of hard to find me because there's like 2 million DDs out there now, and they all spell their name the same way. I thought, oh, I'm so creative. That's my nickname, DD. So I, I used to be go, I used to go by Deborah Weedykind, but now I just go by DD or DD Weedykind. So if you look at, um, if you just do a search on DD music, that pulls up my website, my main website. Um, and then you, I'm also on Facebook. So there's links. So it's, it's, Facebook.com forward slash DD Weedy Kind. I know it's long, but you can usually find me if you search DD or DD Weedy Kind or Deborah Weedy Kind. I'm also on, on uh, Twitter. I'm at DDW Music on Twitter. And I'm on YouTube at 1D Weedy Kind. Apparently, DD was already taken. DD Weedy Kind was already taken. And so that's how you can find me on YouTube. And Gosh, I'm on Pinterest. I don't know. There's tons of sites. I'm on um, different radio stations. I'm on Django Radio, Pandora, and please request me because not all my music's out there, and I'd love to have it all out there, especially this new album coming up. And then I'm also on, um, I think I'm on iHeartRadio, and I'm also on, um, what's the other one, Spotify, all that. So iTunes, Amazon, you know, you can, you can find me just about anywhere. Okay. No. Okay. Great. You got everything covered there. So people now, covered, yeah. <laughs> people, you're listening. You know, uh, you know, got all the places. No excuses. So after you've done the interview, make sure you jot on over your computer or your mobile phone or whatever, and uh, look up some of Dee Dee's uh, sites and uh, stay tuned and enjoy more of her music and her videos too. I saw the animated video you were talking about. Uh, that that's cool. definitely one people should check out as well. Um, awesome. So Dee Dee, before we wrap everything up here, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Well, just I really appreciate you guys listening to new artists and buying our music because, you know, um, if this was like Picasso or art or, you know, jewelry that somebody was making, you couldn't get it for free, right? And songs cost, you know, anywhere from like two to $10,000 to make just one, one good, well-produced song. So, and if you promote it and you make the CDs and you put it all, you know, you, it's, it's expensive. So we just really, I really appreciate you guys buying my music, um, downloading it, um, you know, paying for it. And, and so do all the other artists out there. It's, you know, I think that in America, we, our copyright laws and our royalty laws need to be fixed. Um, cause in a lot of other countries, you know, music is, is not free and, you know, it's not really easy to download it and cheap to download it. I think you get like one, one hundredth of one cent on Spotify to download music. So, you know, we just really appreciate you guys, you know, following us and liking us on Facebook. And, you know, if you like a song, download it. You can download it, my stuff on Reverb Nation as well. And I just really appreciate, Sean, you allowing me to come on your show and meet some new fans and friends. And if you email me, I will email you back. So like me on Facebook, and I will keep in touch with you. So I really appreciate you fans and, and friends, and I hope to get to know you soon and see you at one of my shows. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on and being a, a guest on our show, all of you. Um, I'm looking forward to the new album in October, 
and uh, seeing uh, seeing the, and hearing the finished version of Stronger too. Is I, li- I like the uh, like the, the rough cut you sent over. So thank uh, you. Yeah, and we're also in LA on September fifth at um, Point Furman Park near Long Beach. So you can come out and catch us at two o'clock there as well. Nice, nice, and good weather too, right? <laughs> yeah, way better than Houston, where it was had a heat index of 110 today. <laughs> oh wow, wow, Stay yeah. Away from Houston. <laughs> well, Dee Dee, go outside. <laughs> Dee Dee, uh, Kevin, and Alan, I want to thank you very much for uh, taking time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. Uh, everybody out there, make sure you tune into Dee Dee's music, and uh, when you're done there, come back for the next interview we have, so you can hear more uh, more great music and hear from more great artists and bands like Dee Dee. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Have Thank a great night. Thank you so night. much, John. Thank you, John. Take care. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclean bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.